eBay Motors is here for the ride. Elbow grease and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles in a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. LED headlights, spoilers, whatever you need. eBay Motors has it at affordable prices. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride every time. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Meet Stacy. Stacy's on the hunt for a new pair of trendy glasses. Call me picky, but I just can't find the one. Luckily for Stacy, Walmart Vision has virtual try-on. Now she can try on hundreds of frames virtually, then upload her prescription and get new glasses delivered right to her door. Really? <laughs> yeah, really. Well, the hunt just took a turn for the better. Buy your next pair of glasses with virtual try-on from Walmart. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. Restrictions apply. See walmart.com for details. But I look at things like I didn't need a blood transfusion that time, and I did every other time. Things like that that I think, okay, these are little wins. Every time I had a setback, I learned something as I came out of it that I could apply kind of to the next one. But it's hard. It's really hard. Life is a journey, and most of it is spent in the in-between, in the middle places. But every once in a while, you find yourself on the other side of something. These are the stories we are telling here. We believe that stories change the world, and we hope that when you hear stories of lives changed, obstacles overcome, lives broken, lives mended, and hope found, you'll actually see yourself in their stories. Now more than ever, we need each other, and we need each other's stories. This is On the Other Side. Hey everybody, and welcome to On the Other Side. I'm your host, Aaron. And I'm your other host, Jamie, and we're so excited to bring you an interview that I had with Danielle Walker, a friend of mine, and we talk about her journey towards eating differently to help keep her autoimmune disease under wraps. Yeah, I was so excited about this interview because honestly, like at the Ivy household, we love her cookbooks and we use them all the time. Her dairy-free and gluten-free recipes are so easy and helpful, and you guys know how it is. It's like hard to know like how to cook that way and how to actually like make it tasty and delicious and we at the ivy household have figured out that we love using danielle walker's cookbooks yes danielle started her blog against all grain and it has so many recipes and her cookbooks like aaron said we love i also love danielle's story of really persevering even when medical professionals weren't in her corner didn't understand and weren't always willing to listen to her and she took matters into her own hands and she used food to help with her autoimmune disease and listen, even in our household, we have people who have weird issues with dairy or gluten. And this has just been an interesting journey to have these cookbooks. And then I know that you were going to be really compelled by her actual story. So here is Danielle's story of on the other side of an autoimmune disease. Set the stage for how can I change and help myself through food? Where did that even come from? And what was your life like before that? Yeah, my gosh. Well, first, let's start with what my life was like before that. I was I was 22 when I was diagnosed with an autoimmune disease. So we'll get there. But that's really what was kind of the starting point of changing everything about the way that mm -hmm. I need to eat. I feel like I go back and talk about my upbringing and just how it was really surrounded with family and Italian family at that. So like, just very centered around food. But I didn't really ever think that food like 
mattered much otherwise than just kind of like bringing people together and it tasted good and it kind of filled you up. But yeah, I was diagnosed with ulcerative colitis. It's, a, it's an autoimmune disease. When I was 22, my husband Ryan and I uh, had been married for two months and I ended up in the ER just two months after our wedding, maybe not even two months. It was pretty quick yeah. and saw like a slew of specialists and lots and lots and lots of different tests and then was finally diagnosed. And then I know that that diagnosis wasn't just like, you didn't just wake up one day and be like, oh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to change my food because no. that wasn't a thing for you to know. And so you're, you're seeing doctors and I, I'm assuming that you're taking medicine and you're doing this yeah. whole journey. And so what was that like? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> this is really the first time in this book that I've had a real chance to like dive deep into all of those details because kind of like you, most people, you know, they know like little snippets of the story and they know that now I eat like a paleo grain-free diet and I write these cookbooks. But yeah, no, at the beginning it was lots and lots and lots of medications, which caused lots and lots and lots of side effects and a lot of time in the hospital. I was hospitalized within probably the first like three years of our marriage. I I was in the hospital at least twice. Wow, a I didn't know that, Danielle. Yeah, I mean, either in doctor's offices, in actual, like, admitted to the hospital, or bedridden, recovering mm -hmm. from that. So I spent a lot of our newlywed years just, like, just never really getting back to normal. It was just kind of this constant cycle of getting really, really sick, and then it would take me months to recover from that, and then I would, you know, have another flare-up. And so really the first time that I started learning about food, which I was really excited to finally get to write out because if I'm honest, I had blocked out a lot of it was in wow. Uganda. It was a very dark, scary time that I chose and probably my body and my brain out of just like sheer survival just chose to kind of forget. Yeah. But I went to Uganda with my husband and like 22 of our friends, family, and my body declined significantly on the trip over, which, as you know, it's a very long journey. Mm -hmm. And I just didn't know. I didn't know anything about the disease at that time because the doctors didn't really give me a whole lot of information. And I actually asked my specialist if I could go. And he was like, yes, just take your meds and like, you'll be fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and so by the time we got there, I ended up in the hospital in Kampala. For how long? Eight or nine days. We were going to spend a couple weeks in some of the IDP camps up at like the Sudan border and then taking a safari at the very end, going down to South Africa. And I actually worked for the, the, the foundation that took us all there. I worked for them at the time. So I had spent like a year planning that whole trip. I booked all the flights and the hotels and the food and I was very invested. <laughs> and yeah. we, were, we were working on building a water um, filtration system in you know, some of these kind of remote areas. And so... I was very not only invested in like details, but just in the potential work that we were going to get yeah. to do as a team. Yeah. And I didn't get to do any of it. <laughs> None uh, of it. Is that what you say led you to think, I have to find something other than traditional medicine? Yeah. Because obviously you're taking your meds and you end yeah, up in the right. hospital in Kampala, which is like, yes. sc it's not a scary place, but you're still in a foreign country, you know, and well, you're yeah. away from, yes. you know, um, American medicine. And so right, when you right. got home, do you remember who told you about food? Did you think about how do I get rid of this? Because it's real easy, I think. And you can probably speak to this because I'm sure you talk about this a lot. It feels easier almost, Danielle, to just take the medicine right. than to have to figure things out. So totally. where, how did you end up having to make a choice between food and medicine? It was actually the doctor in Kampala. 
So wow. he, yeah, a British doctor that had been living there for, I think, like 18 or 20 years and started his own little practice, which is the hospital that I was in, which you can't really call a hospital. It was like a two-room building. But he was just so kind. And he was the first one that ever really started talking to me, mostly actually about gut bacteria. I don't think I'd even heard the word like probiotics or microbiome, things like, you know, I feel like at that point, mm-hmm. like yogurt companies were just kind of starting <laughs> right. to be like, this has probiotics. And we were all yeah. like, I don't know what that is, but okay. So he was really the first one that really talked to us a lot about just like what was actually going on in my body and what could have potentially caused it as well as the medications that I was on and, and that kind of thing. And yeah, that was really the first point where I was like, okay, the meds are actually not working. And the doctor said mm-hmm. I could live a normal life. And he, yeah, he was really the first person that kind of, and he, he really drew a very like different picture of, of what the United States and kind of more like Westernized cultures are like in terms of over sanitization and like basically killing anything that is good because we just are constantly like, antibacterial wipes and antibacterial Mm -hmm. soap and you know antibiotics and in in Uganda while they suffer and struggle with a lot of other you know different diseases I'll never forget he told me he had never seen an autoimmune disease in his practice you educate me here because how are autoimmune diseases created if he's not seeing them and they're very prevalent here right yeah, it's still kind of a little bit of an unknown. And I go into the book, I mean, I'm not a doctor or, or a scientist, but I go into just more of kind of what I've read and learned and what I've kind of noticed with myself that his theory at the time and something I just hadn't heard was before was, you know, like the children there, they definitely go with the God made dirt, dirt don't hurt, you know, theory. Right. Like they <laughs> are picking their vegetables straight from the garden and they're not yeah. leaching them, right? And mm-hmm. things in the garden have natural like probiotics kind of microorganisms in yeah. them that then they're ingesting and eating. And he even went as far as saying like the kids here probably have parasites, but like, they don't kill everything off. And so their digestive systems and their bodies just run a little bit differently than ours. Mm -hmm. And I guess, you know, with the over kind of sanitization of our nation and the over prescription of antibiotics, what antibiotics do are they clear out the bad and the good bacteria in your gut. Mm -hmm. And then you end up with this imbalance, which causes inflammation and it can cause, you know, immune kind of deficiencies because you're like 90% of your immune system is in your gut, right? So if you don't have a healthy gut, then you have immune issues. I still don't know everything about it, but you know, in autoimmune diseases, they just, they can, they can come out of nowhere. They can be brought on by stress and they can, you know, be, be made worse by food Mm -hmm. or, or lack thereof, things like that. So, yeah, yeah, I would imagine when you come back and you are, you're kind of had this moment of like, wait, what is he talking about? And maybe there's more to this and maybe I right. could adjust this. There had to have been pushback. You, you had to have come across people who are like, Danielle, just take your medicine. Like yeah. this is dumb. What are you doing? And so talk a little bit about that and even how you push through that because you're a very strong person, but there had to have been sometimes when you're like, I don't even know what I'm doing. Yeah. And so how did you push through maybe that? not criticism, but just like, this doesn't make sense because honestly, this is not everyone's world and they're not used to having these thoughts about food. Yeah. Every single one of my doctors here told me that food wouldn't make a difference. Every Mm -hmm. single one of them. I had a couple that occasionally were like, eat, you know, all things refined or don't eat skins of fruits and like just kind of random little things. But really it was, yeah, no, none of my doctors were on board. So really what I decided to do, I didn't just like quit medications, cold turkey. Mm -hmm. I was like, all right, I'm going to, these medications are clearly not working like they're supposed to. Right. So I started changing my diet, you know, kind of in tandem with and and saw 
pretty massive improvements within like 48 hours. (laughs) So are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. I really walked through and food saved me like the process. It wasn't just a quick overnight. Like I figured out what to do. And then all of a sudden Mm -hmm. it worked. It was like a years of, you know, years of trying different things and seeing some improvement, but also the mental and kind of emotional tie that we all have to food, you know, like keeping me kind of impeding me from actually diving in. But when I finally did an elimination diet with like a functional medicine practitioner, kind of like a naturopath, I saw 75% decrease in my symptoms within 48 hours. And something that was something that even like 100 milligrams of steroids, prednisone couldn't even accomplish that quickly. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, with the pushback from the doctors, what, what made you keep going? Because I think that's what a lot of people are feeling. Like, I think people are going to listen to this and feel like I, I feel what I think Danielle was feeling and I'm not getting support either from my loved ones or from my medical community. And and we're not bashing medical community here by any means. No, not at all. Yeah, for sure. But what pushed you to keep going forward with that? Was it that you tried it and then you saw the change? I mean, clearly that was feel what I would think it would be. But then you had to keep learning and keep journeying in that. And a lot of people just don't want to make those steps. So when when this started working, what kept (laughs) you going in it? Yeah, there were a couple of things. I would say the number one thing that got me started was that the debilitating side effects of all of the medications. I just couldn't do it anymore. And I mean, we're talking at this point, I was like 25 years old and you're like I, a baby over I, here. Yeah. I had yeah. like the joints of a 90 year old because my mm. medications made things hurt so bad. And I just, it was not life, you know, as a newlywed, it was not the life that I wanted. So that drove me to figuring something else out, whether it was other medications or something more natural. And then when my oldest son, who's almost now 11 was nine months, old, I had a terrible flare up where I was hospitalized for weeks and I couldn't see him. And it's not a great memory for me, but it was one of the kind of major pushing points because I'd seen the food kind of working here and there, but hadn't committed to it. And Mm -hmm. when he was little and I experienced all of that, I kind of left that hospital with resolve of like, this has to work because I can't do this again. And you'll read in the book, it did happen again and it hasn't been a perfect journey, but that was, those were kind of the two main driving points. Then when I started blogging and started doing my cookbooks, I just started getting this influx of letters and emails and messages and people coming and telling me stories when I was on tour. And I realized that the way I was eating wasn't just for ulcerative colitis, which is what I had, or even Crohn's or celiac, but people were telling me stories from everything from rheumatoid arthritis to MS, multiple sclerosis to, you know, psoriasis to families with children on the autism spectrum. I mean, it was just this crazy array of these real life stories, not mm-hmm. anything that I like read in a textbook or heard from a doctor, yeah. but these people who standing like in front me. of you. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. And and suffered like me and like knew intimately what it was like to deal with chronic illness. And they're sitting here telling me that their lives have changed or that they went off of medications or, you know, just all of these things out of a wheelchair and walking with mm. MS. Like just these incredible stories that I've never stopped hearing over the last 10, 12 years. And that was kind of what solidified it for me. It wasn't like, a, okay, this is just this random fluke occurrence that this food is helping me. And it's not like I have this random allergy to these things. It was like, these, there's so many other people that are finding help you know, through this and that are decreasing their inflammation by eating this way. eBay Motors is here for the ride. 
elbow grease, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. LED headlights, spoilers, whatever you need. eBay Motors has it at affordable prices. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride every time. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Meet Stacy. Stacy's on the hunt for a new pair of trendy glasses. Call me picky, but I just can't find the one. Luckily for Stacy, Walmart Vision has virtual try-on. Now she can try on hundreds of frames virtually, then upload her prescription and get new glasses delivered right to her door. Really? <laughs> yeah, really. Well, the hunt just took a turn for the better. Buy your next pair of glasses with virtual try-on from Walmart. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. Restrictions apply. See walmart.com for details. So you're finding it's helping you, but I need to know, you're, you're now writing cookbooks. I mean, yeah. so it goes from like, okay, food's changing my life. Food right. saved me. I'm going to now bring different dishes to Thanksgiving dinner that yeah. you know, I can have that taste good. Start blogging. I mean, could you ever have imagined that your journey with food, not only you're just explaining, has been such a help and benefit to so many people, but you have recipes out there with your name on it. How did you start dabbing into creating recipes and yeah. putting them on the internet? Yeah, that was my favorite. Those were my favorite scenes to write in the book. I actually just recorded the audiobook recently and getting to read that all back. I was like, wow, like, thank you, Lord, first of all, for Aww. giving me this gift that I I had no idea that I had or even ever wanted to have. I didn't go to culinary school. Again, like I said, I was like, I had just graduated. So I was pretty young and didn't cook a whole lot. I had a love of food. But yeah, I realized pretty quickly that the way that I needed to eat was grain-free, dairy-free, legume-free, and like nothing processed. So a paleo diet is kind of the easiest way of explaining it. But I had some other little nuances. And the food that I first started making was terrible (laughs) and I mean yeah as a young person like terrible by your standards or Ryan's standards as well (laughs) everybody's I feel like it was just like a it was more of like a it tasted like diet food and it was like a you know I knew at that point that this was a lifestyle and this wasn't like a temporary fix this was a I need to eat this way for the rest of my life or this disease will continue like rearing its ugly head because it's not a curable disease and the food doesn't cure it it just helps me manage the symptoms and I just was like I can't I won't stick with this, right? Like that's why people don't stick to diets. It's it's yeah. a 30 day thing because it sucks and then you're done mm-hmm. with it. Right. And I just was like, I can't eat this bland, like gross, boring food forever. And so that is what pushed me to get into the kitchen. And I just started like taking old recipes that I loved from my family and trying to convert them with new, the new things that, you know, I knew I could eat and swapping out different ingredients and just really by trial and error. And then once I started having some successes, Ryan, my husband is, very techie. And he was the one that was like, you should start a blog. And this was in 2000, probably 2009, 2008. So blogging was still somewhat new. Right. And I was like, yeah. I don't even know what a blog is, <laughs> nor do I know how to set one up. Right. Um, so he set me up a WordPress. It was, you know, a dot WordPress for a long time. Yeah. So we could afford to buy our domain, but yeah, that's kind of how it all got started. Against all grain. Is that where Against you started? Against all grain. Yep. That's how it started. There. I think I, I had some other cheesy names that I dig through and looking at our brainstorming and I'm glad we never actually went with one of those, but yes, the gra- right. against all grain was where it started. And I created yeah. my little logo in, in um, PowerPoint, put my little logo up at the top and did what I could yeah. to put photos on my phone. 
they were ugly. They just definitely didn't make the food look good, but you know, got to start somewhere. <laughs> but you know, you got to start somewhere. You do. You know, you mentioned earlier that when your oldest son, who's 11 now, was yeah. an infant that you had that flare up and you said you've had that happen again. And I know you had a recent one in the last yeah. couple of years. Can you talk a little bit about even being on this journey? Because, you know, it's this is inspirational for so many people of like to think that there's something that they can have control of that, like you yeah. said, might not cure anything, but really can help you live a more vibrant lifestyle because right. it takes away some of the pain that you might have. But what is it like for even you who you're diligent and you're on this and you're working and you are creating things to help other people and then to find yourself having one of these flare ups? Yeah. How, what was that like for you? Imposter syndrome is like the first thing to come to mind. I it was it was very difficult. And I cataloged all of those through the book. And quite honestly, even like as I wrote it, I was like, I shouldn't even be writing this book. There, it hasn't, it's been bumpy and I've had setbacks and it hasn't been perfect. And, you know, I'm like, who am I to, to tell people that this is working when I yeah. haven't had it perfect. And until the last one that you mentioned, I actually did, I had a decade of not being hospitalized. So when I really mm -hmm. do look back on it and when I actually do read every single chapter and look at it as a full picture, right. Over yeah. you know, 12 years, the perspective is put in there of, this is how bad it was in Uganda. And when my son was nine months, yes, I did have a really bad setback where I was hospitalized and very, very sick. But I look at things like I didn't need a blood transfusion that time. And mm. I did every other time, you know, things just things like that, that I think, of, okay, these are little wins. You know, these are things that I, every time I had a setback, I learned something as I came out of it that I could apply yeah. kind of to the next one, but it's hard. It's really hard. And I, I had a friend that said, you know, if you were doing everything that you're doing and just sitting at home and being, you know, no stress and not traveling and not, you know, speaking to hundreds of thousands of people and writing books and doing all of this. And she's like, you probably might have been, you know, flare up free for the last decade. And she's mm -hmm. like, but you have this mission and on your heart that you need to spread this. And that sometimes means sometimes sacrificing yeah. what I know is best for me. And it's a hard thing to swallow because yeah, I'll go out on, you know, tour and have people telling me I'm off of medications and I'm out of a wheelchair and this and that. And I'm sitting there being like, I'm on the verge of getting sick again because I've been going, going, going. And so that was a lesson, honestly, that kind of tied in through Food Saved Me as well. When I, when I first sat down to write the book, that flare-up hadn't happened yet. So the ending mm. of that book was light years different than what the now ending of the book is. I ended up adding like five chapters because it was like, okay, this, this was a whole other story yeah. and trajectory at that point. And now this has happened. And I had to really reflect on, you know, the last decade and things that I had learned and realized that food is amazingly important and very healing, but so is mental, emotional, spiritual health and, you know, stress and all of that, taking care of our bodies in lots of different ways than just what we're ingesting. And yeah. so that was a big a learning thing for me as I was writing it. I always say, I'm like, if nobody reads the book, at least I learned something. <laughs> it was good for me. It was good for me. It was good for you me. You know what? Though, Daniel, I did not expect for you to say imposter syndrome. I don't know what I expected you to say when you wrote that. No. But when I'm thinking about your journey and even um, watching you from afar go through that, setback to me it shows reality like it yeah. shows like this is a journey this is not a like eat this and you're better forever right. you know right. and so I think that can actually be just to encourage you it can be yeah. encouraging for those people who are who are walking this road too because 
they're having setbacks as well. And they're going, well, you know what? Danielle made it and she's still doing it. Right. She's still going. That's why I continued writing it because even the medication piece, like I go into that, I I did end Mm -hmm. up going on medications and I had to come to grips with that. And my hope was that in sharing that, you know, that while I felt like a failure, I was hoping Mm -hmm. that sharing it would actually cause some freedom for some other other people who do have to do that Mm -hmm. too. And it's necessary at times and it saved my life in 2019 and Mm -hmm. I'm here with my kids and that's all that matters. That's all that matters. You said at the beginning that when you first started this journey, you did not meet a doctor that was, you know, pro this change of food right. lifestyle. What is it like for you now? Oh my gosh. Uh, it's still the same for the most part. Oh, I was um, hoping you were going to tell me. No, it's all no, different. <laughs> it's funny. It's, it's, it's interesting. I feel like they're starting to catch up. And, you know, I've always said, I'm like, I don't ever blame my doctors because they just weren't taught any of that in medical mm-hmm. school. And to their you know, disadvantage, there's not studies that are being done on this either, yeah. because this is like conspiracy, but food is a whole lot cheaper than the $800 a month medication that I'm on, right? And yeah. so mm-hmm. I think the funding for studies on how food can help our bodies is just not there. So the, the doctors are going through their training, and they're not given nutritional courses. And you know, they're not really learning about yeah. a lot of that. So mm-hmm. the majority of my still kind of, you know, traditional doctors still don't really believe that it has done anything or will do anything. And even when I was in the hospital, I was being served green jello and, you know, broth from a packet that had MSG Uh and tons of Uh other stuff in it. So it's still not quite there yet, but there's a lot of newer teaching hospitals that are starting to research and look into it. And a couple of my fans have told me that at Cedar sinai in LA, their GI gave them my book, which I was like, my cookbook, wow. which I was like, okay, that's improvement, you know? And, and again, like you said, it's not an end all be all, but if it could be a tool in the arsenal with yeah. these patients, then that could be a huge thing. There's also been kind of the emergence of what we call like functional medicine mm-hmm. where they're yeah. MDs, but they're looking at the body and more of like an integrative approach. So, you know, where things were when I was diagnosed in 2007, I do feel like there's been some improvement with functional medicine and just, you know, looking into that a little bit more, but I still feel like there's a ways to go to be quite honest. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm telling you, you know, that I'm not the cook in my family. My husband is, but every holiday season, I get it in me that I need to be like a wife that makes a dish. This is what I'm feeling like, Danielle. (laughs) And so just like, I don't know what it is. Like I'm channeling, like I'm supposed to be like my grandmother or something. And so, I grab your holiday cookbook every year and it's my favorite thing to cook out of and so I love it so very much and you know I know that I want to finish with this I know that your book and your cookbooks have so much just like wealth of knowledge in there but I'm wondering if you probably get this question often if someone's listening and they're like I think I want to take the first step like I think this meat I think this might be the missing puzzle piece what do you tell people? Like start with, start, yes. what do you do? Yes, I always say start with 30 days. And in Food Save Me, I actually included like a getting started kind of guide in the back, mm-hmm. just because that's the question I had. And and I talk about it when I was in the depths of it, which I think a lot of people, you know, that are either listening or that might get the book are, sometimes you don't want to learn the science. Right, or you just don't tell want me what to, to do. The, yes, just tell me what to do, yeah. especially if you're really desperate. Yeah. And I think it takes the body really kind of 30 days to try to, 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 you know, first of all, heal from some of the like, inflammation that some of those foods can cause. So yeah, I say do more of like a 30 day elimination diet. And sadly, and unfortunately, and I learned this the hard way is that you can't do like 
two days and then two days off. And, you know, it just doesn't work. It's like, it doesn't give your body enough time to heal. Plus if you're eating, you know, a baguette and then you make a grain free bread a day later, you're going to be like, I want the baguette. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's be honest. Just, yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah. And so I think, I think it's really good. And it just gives you a really good chance to really get to write things down and look at what you've been eating and look at maybe what symptoms have disappeared and get to really have like a good full picture of it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's usually the first step that I say, you know, just cut these items out and I kind of give you a list mm-hmm. of, of how to get, how to go about it. And, and honestly for those 30 days, like, simple. My mm. celebrations book is not the one to start with. Right, it's right. Like, you just got to, you just got to get through it. And especially if you're sick and you're, you know, chronically ill or, or low on energy and things like that, you just have to go kind of like super, super simple. Mm. So it may not be the most enjoyable food for those 30 days, but know that like once you start to see the healing is when you can start to have the yeah. cupcakes and the cakes. For and sure. All of that for sure. Of what yeah. is your most simple cookbook that you would say like, okay, this would be like a good first starter. Yeah, the one I'm putting out next year. Oh, okay. <laughs> it is. Stay so, tuned, you know, guys. Yeah, stay tuned. So, um, Meals Made Simple, the one, it's my, it was my second book. I mean, I always am like, I always describe what I'm wearing. I'm wearing like a white button. Up. Okay, yeah. <laughs> it's just easier to, uh-huh. but it's called Meals Made Simple. It's all like kind of 30 minute type meals, lots of kind of repurposing leftovers, batch cooking, that kind of a thing. It's What's next year? The, the most simple. It's called Healthy in a Hurry. Oh, so I like it's it. Kind of almost like a Meals Made Simple 2.0, uh-huh. but even more because when I wrote Meals Made Simple, I had one child okay. <laughs> and kind of like a part-time business. Yeah. When I wrote Healthy in a Hurry, I had three children and a full-time yeah. business. Yeah. So it's definitely, I've learned a lot more about like what actually, I mean, Meals Made Simple is still very easy and we use those, those a lot, but it's, it's what I've learned more in the last like couple of years. Now I you're like, survive. I actually <laughs> know what it feels like to have to cook with three children yeah. in the kitchen. <laughs> to, to be busy. Yeah. 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 I thought I, I thought I was busy back then. Yes. Yes. But now you know. Well, Danielle, I'm so excited for people to get their hands on this book. Food, sa- food Saved Me, My Journey of Finding Health and Hope Through the Power of Food. And you guys check out her cookbooks. Thank you for coming on the show today. Thank you. This is my first interview about this book was with you. I know. Oh, I'm first so time. happy about that. So thanks. Yay. All right, friend. Yeah. Have a great day. Thank okay, you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Elbow grease and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. LED headlights, spoilers, whatever you need. eBay Motors has it at affordable prices. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride every time. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Meet Stacy. Stacy's on the hunt for a new pair of trendy glasses. Call me picky, but I just can't find the one. Luckily for Stacy, Walmart Vision has virtual try-on. Now she can try on hundreds of frames virtually, then upload her prescription and get new glasses delivered right to her door. Really? <laughs> yeah, really. Well, the hunt just took a turn for the better. Buy your next pair of glasses with virtual try-on from Walmart. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. Restrictions apply. See walmart.com for details. All right, so we called this on the other side, but as you can tell, this is something that Danielle is still walking through every single day of her life. And I think that's one of the reasons we love this story and Danielle's experience so much. Yeah, I personally love Danielle's story just as a friend of hers and hearing the way that she's had to journey over the past couple of years with figuring out what works for her and what doesn't work for her. You know, I really hope that no matter if you find yourself dealing with that autoimmune disease or not, which I have a lot of friends that are, 
or not, that you still find something in this story that resonates with you. And food is an aspect of every one of our lives. Like it, it's something that we do every single day. It's what transforms our family times together. And so we hope her story and then also her amazing cookbooks could be helpful for you. So thanks for listening. I'm your host, Aaron. And I'm your host, Jamie. And go pick up one of Daniel Walker's cookbooks. You will not be disappointed. Of course you will. We love them. And thanks so much for listening today. Today's show was mixed and edited by Aaron Campbell. Show notes were written by Abby Castell. Show graphics and videos were made by Rachel Ray. And the show is produced by Lindsay Sweeney. Please share this show with a friend if you loved it. It's how most people find out about podcasts. Thank you for listening to On the Other Side with Jamie and Aaron Ivey. Meet Stacy. Stacy's on the hunt for a new pair of trendy glasses. Call me picky, but I just can't find the one. Luckily for Stacy, Walmart Vision has virtual try-on. Now she can try on hundreds of frames virtually, then upload her prescription and get new glasses delivered right to her door. Really? <laughs> yeah, really. Well, the hunt just took a turn for the better. Buy your next pair of glasses with virtual try-on from Walmart. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. Restrictions apply. See walmart.com for details.